This podcast is brought to you by Two More Reps Coffee Beans. Get your two more reps with this natural pre-workout. Buy your bag at twomoreps.com.au. edition of the Paul's Body Engineering Podcast. Today, I'm running solo. I've got my clarity back, my energy back after a very lengthy prep, and um, I wanted to obviously get into the nitty-gritty of another good contented podcast and uh, and talk to you guys about, um, you know, just good information, good education, and, and, and provide some, some value to those that do t- tune in and listen to these podcasts, which I do really appreciate, by the way. Um, but today's podcast is around diet, and you know when we use the word diet, um, we tend to um, associate diet with a form of exercise, a form of um, eating, like a style of eating or a restrictive nature of eating. And diet just represents—it's not a negative by any means. It represents um, the type of eating that we do. You know whether we choose to eat carnival, whether we choose to eat paleo, whether we choose to eat Mediterranean, keto. Uh, calories, macro, fasting, whatever. That's what diet effectively means. So when someone says I'm on a diet, we immediately assume they're trying to lose weight, but that's not always the case. They're just on a diet because they're either trying to clean up their nutrition, they're trying to be a bit more restrictive and a bit more accountable, um, or they're just being more mindful about what they put in their body, and that's totally cool. There's no dramas with that. But what has sort of evolved over the last 10 years is that we tend to do a diet and then that's our finish line. Once we've completed that diet, and that diet's generally either associated with a timeline or a weight goal, and then that's it. Then we pull the pin. We don't actually learn or understand or acknowledge the fact that there is no finish line. And and I got this idea from the great Dr. Lane Norton in that we tend to look at the diet as um, something that has a finish line, and then when we're done, that's it we go back to old habits, but what we don't actually um, acknowledge or understand or, or take time to consider is that we need to learn the principles within the diet we're doing to make it more sustainable long-term. Because that's what the issue is at the moment. The issue is that people are not um, implementing long-term strategies to keep weight off. They'll lose weight, you know, whether it be through an eight-week challenge or a short-term diet or a mini-cut or intermittent fasting or whatever the method, whatever the system is they use, and they have success doing it because they're, they're adhering to it because they know they've got a timeline because we always work well with timelines. But then beyond that, then they'll go back to old habits. They'll start drinking again. They'll get more takeaway. They won't track their food. And all of a sudden, the weight starts to creep back on and then they go back into the diet again. Then the weight creeps back on then they go back into the diet again. Whereas if they actually took the time to learn about the fundamentals of calorie tracking or macro tracking or the principles behind the diet, they would make it much more sustainable. You know, the the most successful, sustainable approach to nutrition is one that you are going to adhere to. All diets have restriction. And look, the, at, the, at the end of the day, the reality of the situation is you have to accept the fact that you have to eat in a restrictive nature of some kind 
to keep weight off. It's as simple as that. If you just go willy-nilly about eating your food on a daily basis, chances are you're going to overeat. 90% of the population overeat because we're thrown food in our face in terms of takeaway, heavily processed food, high-fat food, high-carb food. Like It's in our face all the time. So if you don't have the education or the knowledge behind you, you will overeat based on what your body needs. So you have to accept the fact that there is restrictive natures around um, a diet in order to maintain weight loss. It's as simple as that. And that's the harsh reality of it. And the sooner you accept that, the sooner you'll have success. But if you are one that goes, oh, no, I, I just want to be flexible and I want to be able to get some takeaway when I want and I want to be able to eat what I want when I want. Well, it doesn't work like that. It does not work like that. I'm sorry to say you have to accept the reality that it does not work like that. You can't eat what you want all the time. Yes, there are, um, f- there is flexibility within the restrictive nature of a diet, 100%. You know, If you took the flexible diet approach, for example, um, whereby you, know, you, you still have a calorie restriction to a degree, but within that calorie restriction, you might have the opportunity to have a diet break, a refeed, uh, maybe a free meal. There's, there's all those sorts of things available to you. So again, I go back to my other point in that you have to look at the approach or the system that's going to b- work best for you that is sustainable and long-term. Because like I said, going back to my very original point, there is no finish line. Okay, What is your diet after the diet? And that's the point that Dr. Lane Norton was trying to make. What is your diet after the diet? And I, I don't think anyone has ever thought about that. You know, you, you enter a diet, you do, yeah, I'm going to do an eight-week challenge. I'm going to shred. I'm going to lose 10 kilos. Great. What are you going to do after it? What are you going to do after that? And unfortunately, a lot of the eight-week challenges, they end up, they finish the eight-week challenge with a party. So straight away, you get on the booze and you have a massive meal out. And look, I get it. They're celebrating. They're having awards. They're celebrating. I get it. But within the eight-week challenge, you need to educate the individuals on what to do after that celebration, after that awards night, the very next day, do they go back to their original diet that they started on? Do they introduce more calories? Do they maintain some level of restriction? These things are not implemented in an eight-week challenge because we're so caught up in the fact that we just have to lose weight no matter what means we do, no matter what way we do it. So what is your diet after the diet? It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's one of those things that is really troubling because we're so and and i go back to an original uh, like not original but a podcast i did uh, only a matter of weeks ago about the need it now culture we are in a need it now culture where we have to get results now and and at the sacrifice of what at the sacrifice of our long-term health we get results now it's like the um and i'm going on a tangent here it's like the the young men and some women for that matter that are prepared to sacrifice their long-term health for the sheer fact of getting massive muscles now. You know, they'll, they'll sacrifice their health by putting all sorts of drugs and steroids in their body because they want to get that Instagram body or they want to be a famous bodybuilder or they want to, you know, be popular amongst their peers. So they'll, they'll do whatever they need to do now, but at the sacrifice and at the extent of their health long-term. And it's really, really scary. And this is a similar situation with our with our own health, our just our general health, you know, general population health. How are we meant to look 20, 30 years down the track if we can't look beyond eight weeks? So it's so, so important that you have to have a game plan beyond the diet. What's the next step? 
What's the next step look like? What is going to be your sustainable approach moving forward? What is going to be your sustainable diet? And yes, I use the word diet because we all have a diet. We all eat a certain way. We all have a restrictive nature around the way we eat. We might have set meal plans. We might have set meals. We might have... A lot of people have those meals written up on a blackboard on in their kitchen or on their fridge. They do their grocery list. That's all dieting at the end of the day. But does it meet the requirements if you're adamant about losing weight and keeping it off? That's the question you've got to ask yourself. Is that plan, that weekly meal plan, that weekly um, grocery list, does that... Is that conducive to a sustainable approach? Is it restrictive enough? That's what you've got to ask yourself. Now, we're about to enter Christmas, the Christmas period, the festive season where there's um, you know, holidays, there's Christmas Day, there's Christmas parties, social events, um, Christmas Eve celebrations, markets, um, all sorts of things going on where we tend to eat and drink a crap load. And look, I'll put my hand up. I'll probably have more than my fair share on Christmas Day. But every other day, I probably won't because I know what it will do and I know how I feel afterwards. So entering this period of time becomes quite challenging for a lot of people. And they've got that, that almost that internal torment within themselves. You know, they want to they enjoy themselves, but they also know if they do, they're going to have to face the consequence afterwards by... You know, the weight gain, then having to exercise more. And that's where the whole New Year's resolution thing came from because you pop out the other side of December into January and then you've got to make the tough decisions around extra exercise and restrictive um, dieting. But if you go into Christmas with a strategy, if you go into Christmas with a smart head on, um, knowing full well the intent of what you're going to do and you stick to that intent, you stick to that system, chances are you come out the other side in pretty good condition, really. But... The point of this podcast was to identify the fact that there there needs to be a diet after the diet. You need to have plans in place after your approach. So if you're going to do a six-week diet, a six-week cut, an eight-week challenge, 12-week challenge, 24-week challenge, whatever it is, what's next? What's the next game plan? What's the next diet? What's the sustainable approach beyond that? Because you can't assume that at the end of the eight weeks or at the end of the six weeks or whatever it is, or at the end of the, the 10 kilos you've lost, that's your finish line. Okay, because you will revert back to old behaviors because you, in that short space of time, like it's taken you, say you're uh, 30 years old, for example, and over the last 10 years, you've gradually put on an additional 10 kilos, right? That took you 10 years to put that weight on. You're not gonna, you may be able to peel it back in eight weeks. Sure, that, that might be aggressive to peel it back in eight weeks, but the behaviors you learn over 10 years are well and truly ingrained within you. So you're not going to be able to change those behaviors in eight weeks. It's going to take you a hell of a lot longer to do that. But if you learn through education, through correct systems, through correct nutrition, through correct restrictive behaviors around exercise and nutrition, you can carry that routine and that structure beyond the eight weeks and learn new behaviors and remold yourself and re-evolve as a new, better human being and lose those old behaviors. Because if you don't, you will revert back to those old behaviors. You will revert back to those old habits and that old routine. You'll probably get lazy once again. And who knows, you'll probably put the weight back on. And that's what happens time and time again. And I see it firsthand. So I'm not making this shit up. I'm actually, I see it firsthand. Um, that's why a lot of eight-week challenges are unsustainable or don't work. And look, I'm not bagging on eight-week challenges by any means because I'm actually involved in some. I provide nutrition services for a number of them. But I, I select the ones that I want to work with because I know their approach and their, um, 
their 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 uh, what's the word I'm looking for their ethos behind um, how they're trying to educate the uh, the participants is is quite smart. Whereas you know the the big generic ones that do it on a mass distribution scale tend to just have this uh, manufacturing approach of just roll them in, roll them out, roll them in, roll them out, and and it's just a money making thing. So. Without ranting too much further, I want to keep this podcast short. I just wanted to continually re-emphasize the fact that there is a diet after the diet and it's a long-term approach. You can't just assume you're going to lose weight or you're going to have success after a short period of time and then without the change of behaviors, without the change of routine, without the additional knowledge, you will revert back to old habits once again. So there is no finish line. There is no finish line. What is your diet after the diet? So if you've listened to this and you get into January and you go, right, I need to lose some weight, I need to get healthier, I need to exercise more, have a plan in place long-term. Do not just enter a six-week challenge, an eight-week challenge without something beyond it, okay? I encourage you to do so because obviously it's something and it's gonna get, if it's gonna get you motivated and gonna get your, your year off to a great start, fantastic. But if you need to maintain weight loss long-term and you want to lose 10 kilos and keep it off, know that there isn't a finish line and know that you need a plan in place beyond that. So know what your diet is after the diet. So that's it. Thank you very much once again. I really appreciate everyone tuning in. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please screenshot and share it on your stories, Facebook and Instagram. Tag myself at Paul's Body Engineering. If you are interested in any of my coaching services, please jump on paulsbodyengineering.com. Um, I've recently released a mini documentary about my most recent competitive bodybuilding season, primarily um, based on the, my pro debut at uh, Natural Bodybuilding Australia, which is really cool. It's available on YouTube and also will be very shortly on my website. Links are in the uh, Instagram page, on my Instagram page. So please check that out as well. Really appreciate the support. But other than that, Uh, As I say to every client every single day, once again, have a great day.